You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. I believe Satan says things like this in hell to people. Look at what you've done to you. Can't blame it on me. I'm Satan. I've got power, but not that kind of power. You chose to believe my words. I just put them out there. But because you didn't want Jesus in your life, you said crucify him. Away with him. And so I just jumped on that. And I just kind of nurtured those words that came out of your mouth. And I inserted a few thoughts into your head and you took them. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. John 16, watch this. Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he's getting ready to go back to heaven. And he says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Isn't that weird? Think about that. Wait, wait, Jesus, time out. We've been with you for three and a half years. Uh, you get arrested, beaten, crucified, and you rise from the dead. And you've been uh, showing up here and there and teaching us. And, and now you're leaving? Yeah, that's right, I'm leaving. Think of the shock. Put yourself in their sandals for a moment. You've done all this and now you're leaving? Well, he says to them, it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the parakletos, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. Not it. He's not the force be with you. It's the Holy Spirit be with you. And when he has come, he will, watch this everybody, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Wow. Of righteousness because I go to my Father. That's, I wish we had the time just to study that, that statement right there. And you see me no more. Or because I go to the Father and you see me no more and have judgment because the ruler of this world is judged, the reference to Satan losing power. 
having lost power. Verse 12, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. And that was answered as the Holy Spirit gave birth to the actual Bible itself or the New Testament itself. Remarkable. Awesome. So think now in the context of, of truth. And Jesus saying, I'm going to the Father, but these three things are going to happen in the world because the world doesn't want me or anything to do with me. So I wrote this to myself. I mentioned over the last couple of years that watching the world and how it's crashing headlong morally and ethically toward apostasy, that I made the commitment that I would not be surprised if soon the political leaders in the world today would seek to criminalize the Bible, the work of the Holy Spirit, in the area of topics that generate, here it is, that generate the conviction of sin. Did you all hear that? that generate the conviction of sin. If I say something publicly from the Bible, if I quote a verse from the Bible, and someone doesn't feel good about it, now they sue. Think about it. The Holy Spirit is no longer welcome in this world or in this nation. That at some point in the time, godless humanity would seek to silence God, and if possible, arrest him, jail him, and throw away the key. In other words, if Jesus came back today, they'd kill him again. You say, Jack, that's really extreme. Well, under the headline, will the Bible soon become banned in Europe under European hate speech due to its anti-gay teachings? The European conservative wrote this article, the Bible as hate speech. You say, well, that's just one article. So I wanted to show you the second article. The Finnish government puts Christianity on trial and calls the Bible hate speech. That's January 25th, 2022. I spoke in a country, I don't want to mention it right now. It was not a Muslim nation. It was a, quote, Christian nation. But I couldn't speak. I had to agree. I had to sign a government document that said I would not speak out against LBGTQ or Islam. And I had my message. It was uh, a message regarding the authority of the Bible. And I got up and I said, I want all of you to know that I'm in, I am in compliance. Before we get into our Bible study, I am in compliance with your government. I am not allowed to speak on LBGTQ issues, nor Islam. <laughs> and I just want, I'm, I'm, I'm in compliance. And everybody's like, oh, we have to find out what that's all about. We're coming to that point in America. Don't tell me Jesus is the only way. Uh, that's offensive. It's supposed to be offensive. It's supposed to cut you to the heart. Do you understand that's a good thing? We have so lost our little minds that when the spirit of God moves, we don't allow him anymore. When somebody's convicted of the lifestyle that they're living because they've been horrible to their wife or to their husband or to their parents or to their children, the Spirit of God is speaking because his desire, listen, his desire is to save the individual, not condemn you. Did you know that? The Bible says in John 3, God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And that's offensive. You want to know why? 
It's not good enough that God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world. They don't even pay attention to that. They say, why do I need saving? You see? I've got my truth, and I'm fine. And they go around their little life justifying their little world. And that's a form of religion, and God will have none of it. Listen to this. John 19, verse 15. John 19, verse 15 says, but they cried out, the crowd, this is Jesus is being crucified now, he's, or he's about to be crucified. He's, he's been arrested, he's been beaten. And, and they cried out saying, away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate, isn't this amazing? Pilate, a Roman Gentile, pagan, worshiping, polytheist says shall I crucify your king the chief priest answered we have no king but Caesar can you imagine what would be that that would be like Billy Graham or I don't know who's is there anybody there's nobody of that stature in the world anymore but it's like think of it it's like it's like Dr. David Jeremiah or Dr. Charles Stanley saying, we serve, no, we serve no king but the government. We don't serve God. We serve the government. You just like, you gasp. Are you with me? It's like, what? The very leadership that was supposed to deliver the people. We've only got one king. That king is Caesar. Wow. Unbelievable. Then Pilate delivered Jesus to them to be crucified. Then they took Jesus and led him away. Luke chapter 23, verse 20. Pilate, therefore, wishing to release Jesus again, called out to them, but they shouted, saying, crucify him, crucify him. Then Pilate said to them the third time, why, what evil has he done? I have found no reason for death in him. This is the government defending Jesus for crying out loud. Wow. I will therefore chastise him, which was illegal, and let him go. He thought if we just beat the snot out of Jesus, but not kill him, that blood fest will appease the, these crazies. And then they'll, they'll be okay with it. So no doubt the order was given, beat him, but don't kill him. Well, that didn't work. Verse 23, but they were insistent, demanding with loud voices that he be crucified. And the voices of these men of the chief priests prevailed. So Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they requested. Pilate delivered Jesus to their will. And the infamous crucifixion that you know of. So I don't know how this is going to go over. But when I was putting this together, I was really moved by what I'm about to share with you. And maybe it's only for me. But I have not held anything back from you guys ever, so here we go. And because I can't read my own notes, we're going to have to put them on the screen. Those poor guys, they see everything back there. So I was going to act like I didn't have notes and say to you, church, know this. Satan has a wicked memory and a perverted humor. Think of that for a moment. The Bible says in James chapter 1, all good things come from God. Are you with me? Uh, is memory a good thing? 
Yeah, God gave us a memory. He gave us a brain that functions that way. It's a sad thing to lose it, by the way. God gave us memory. The Bible says, remember and tell your children what great things I've done. That's beautiful. Is, is humor from God? <laughs> Satan didn't invent it. In fact, let's be honest, Satan didn't invent anything. He can't. Zero creativity. He steals. The God of the Bible invented sex. What did Satan do with it? He prostituted it and he pimped it and he perverted it, didn't he? Same thing with humor. Humor is awesome. The Bible says that laughter is like medicine to the bones. Well, then why all the filthy humor? Because of Satan. Memory. As a believer, you try to forget who you used to be before Jesus came into your life, don't you? Why is it that you keep reminding yourself who you used to be and what you used to do? Satan does that. He's very good at it. By the way, he can only tell you. He can't make you. You understand that, everybody? You need to, this, this is a big serious issue. Satan cannot make you do anything. He only and can only tempt. He plays off the will of a man or a woman, a boy or a girl. Are you hearing me? So much so. And so as you sit here this morning, it's not morning in hell. We sit here in comfort. Well, listen, there are people in hell today, which, by the way, they weren't supposed to go there. God didn't want them to go there. And he said, I don't want anybody to go there. But according to the Bible, there's people in hell, and it's pitch black dark. It's not only pitch black dark. The Bible says that their skin feels like it's being consumed by burning, yet at the same time, worms. I have no idea, and, I don't, and I'm happy I'll never know. Uh, the Bible says that they are in the sensation of the bottomless pit. They, you know that feeling of falling? They have that feeling constantly. They've, their skin is burning. They can't see a thing. It's pitch black. They can hear the horrors of screams of those that are in hell. But I bet you now Satan is taunting and reminding people there in hell stuff like this. What was it that you said about Jesus Christ? To see Jesus' face. Oh, yes, I remember because I put those words in your head and you agreed with me. And so they just flew right out of your mouth because my words found a place in your heart. I just used the fact that you hated Jesus Christ by simply ignoring him. Think of it. I just push off Jesus. I won't deal with him. That's not your original thought. You're a sucker. Satan has whispered that to you, and he has used your voice like a mime to mimic you, to say, just put Jesus off. Watch this. I'm convinced of this. That in hell, Satan can't drag people off to hell. You've got to ignore Jesus enough to wind up coming to the moment of your death. And the moment you die, now he's got you. But you gave yourself to him. And he, and he gets you by lies. Put it together, you know this. If he's the father of all lies, he can't pull you into hell, but he'll lie you into hell. But you've got to respond. 
So I believe Satan says things like this in hell to people. Look at what you've done to you. Can't blame it on me. I'm Satan. I've got power, but not that kind of power. You chose to believe my words. I just put them out there. But because you didn't want Jesus in your life, you said crucify him. Away with him. And so I just jumped on that. And I just kind of nurtured those words that came out of your mouth. And I inserted a few thoughts into your head and you took them. Away with him. Watch this. Away with him. Away with him. Yank him out of here. The way away means to grab and to pull away. Just get him out of here. That's what they said to Jesus. Away with him. And the word crucify, the word technically means fence something in. Fence it in. Put it in a, in a fence. And then taunt it or shame it. Which is why, by the way, the guy he knew, C.S. Lewis, wrote The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Do you remember? Everyone should read that, by the way. Everyone. It should be required reading in the world. Where, remember Aslan? They strap him down on the block, on the altar, and hell is surrounding him and jabbing and mocking, and he doesn't do anything. He doesn't defend himself. He just succumbs to this, and he, allow, he allows himself to be tortured. Aslan, the great lion, that, mimic, that is a type of Christ in the great stories of the lion and the witch and the wardrobe. And it's amazing because C.S. Lewis knew this, and he equates that tying down and fencing in of Aslan to the Greek word crucify. Yes, it means to pierce through. We know that. But it's to pierce through having captured someone, and then not only, the piercing through is one thing, it's the taunting. It's the taunting. And that is Satan in hell right now this morning to people who, who would do anything but accept Jesus. Away with him. Get him out of my sight. I don't want to hear about his name anymore. I don't want to hear about this gospel. I don't want anything to do with it. And someday, listen, God will say, listen, I, I did everything I could to reach you. And now you've come to your death moment and hell opens up its mouth and I never wanted you to go there. The Bible says that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to eternal life. But he won't bend your arm. Now we have no king but Jesus, meaning we've got the We've got the authority of Caesar. It's our politics. Our political leaders will will save us. You wait and see. No, fence him in. Get him out of here. Let's shame him. And Satan says things perhaps like, why did you do this? Look at you. Why did you do this to you? Read your Bible carefully. Satan is not blamed for anything in hell. You ever think about that? You think Satan's in trouble? He's not in trouble. He's condemned. Satan is reminding people in hell, boy, when you had a chance, you should have picked them. You should have went for Jesus, but you didn't. And he laughs it off. And he says, look what you did to you. And you might say, well, what does Satan get out of it? Oh, he gets this momentarily. He gets the high, because humans are nothing to him. He gets the high of inflicting pain into the heart of God because God loves you. So if Satan can mess your life up, he digs it because it hurts the heart of God. That's all he can do. 
But you got to agree. You got to go with it. And I tell you what, man, I, I thought on that. I meditated on that. And it just sent chills to my bones. There's a real hell. Jesus came to keep us from it. But it's eating people alive, thousands by the hour, at all times. This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. Real life, hey.